I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. What is religion's role in the public square? When is it welcome? Why should it be protected? It seems more and more that faith and faith-based organizations are being nudged out of the public square. Across the world, leaders of countries have grappled with these kinds of questions, and many have chosen to either crack down on religious freedom altogether Some have uh, just nudged it out of the public square and said, that's fine for a synagogue or for a church or a mosque or from your home, uh, but don't bring it in. Don't bring it into the public square. And this is an important debate because it connects to so many different aspects. And I'm always looking for the voices uh, that can help us come together around the proper role of faith in the public square, why religious liberty is such an important freedom And there's been a recent series of conversations, some that we've had on this program and some that have taken place across the world, that draw attention to some of those core principles as it relates to religious freedom and how it relates to human rights, human suffering, and really creating opportunity for all. You'll recall last week uh, we had former Democratic, former independent senator from Connecticut, Joe Lieberman, joined us on the program Uh, On Friday, we had Senator Tim Scott, uh, African-American, first African-American senator from the South, uh, South Carolina, uh, joined us on the program. And on Friday, Elder D. Todd Christofferson, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, gave an address on religious liberty uh, to the first annual Law and Religious Symposium for the Southern Cone. Now, the Southern Cone, if you're not familiar with that, uh, are those uh, South American countries, Brazil, Chile, Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Peru. And he actually delivered this speech in Spanish, or we'd share that with you today. But he pointed out some of the critical components to religious freedom, why they matter, why we should be worried about them, and what we all need to do, whether that is leaders from government, uh, leaders from business, and leaders in our community need to come together to protect those. Elder Christofferson gave six reasons why societies should protect religious freedom. And he actually began by saying uh, it it is a troubling trend in the law that religious liberty is being reduced to a very narrow notion of conscience and afforded very few protections. So this goes back to that idea that it's okay in your church or synagogue or mosque, but... uh, you know, maybe even at home, but don't bring it out here uh, for the rest of us. There's some really interesting research that has continued, and Elder Christofferson referenced the Pew Research Center uh, focusing some of their studies on religious liberty around the world and how that continues to have some very troubling trends in terms of having sufficient protections uh, to religious liberty. So I want to go through a couple of these that uh, Elder Christofferson shared in his speech. Again, he delivered this in Spanish, uh, but he titled his address, Religious Liberty, the Basis of a Free and Just Society. 
So he started out first with religious liberty is the oldest and most deeply rooted freedom in international human rights law and is essential to the entire structure of human rights. Uh, Elder Christofferson went on to say that religious freedom is the grandparent of all human rights, even going back to the uh, Peace of Augsburg in 1555, which established that the religion of the realm would be determined by the ruler of the realm, not outside forces. Uh, Talked about protection for religious minorities and why that is so vital. And uh, he also went on to to talk about the essential rights uh, in the uh, Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion, and freedom either alone or in community with others and in public or private to manifest his religion or belief in teaching, practice, worship, and observance. And Elder Christofferson also noted very specifically and very powerfully the connection to so many other critical rights, freedom of the press, freedom of association, freedom of us of speech, are all so intricately connected uh, to this idea of religious freedom and why that is so vital uh, to be protected. So I want to go to to Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, uh, who is a faith-fluent member of the United States Senate, uh, who always brings his faith with him wherever he goes, uh, is not afraid to share that, but he talked about the fact that we shouldn't leave our faith behind because it's our faith that should actually inspire us to be better servant leaders. And so for those of us who are faith-filled, we are flawed. Uh, we, we need help, but we never leave our faith behind because ultimately it's my faith that makes me want to be a servant mm. more than a leader. It's my faith that teaches me to look for those who are underserved and not just to friends. It's my faith that reminds me that I, too, need a Savior, and I can, at the very least, be the hands and feet of the good Lord uh, in, a, in, a, in a tangible way. But I should never mistake my responsibility to my faith with telling you what you must believe. Uh, great words there from Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina. Uh, and again, that... Uh, reason to bring your faith with you, to not leave it behind, that it's faith that teaches you to look for those who are underserved and that we're all flawed, that we all need help. Uh, Going back to Elder D. Todd Christofferson's speech uh, at the uh, Religion Symposium for the Southern Cone, again, he delivered this speech in Spanish. Uh, The second thing that he really focused on uh, was this idea that religious liberty is essential for protecting human dignity. Uh, That's important. Uh, He talked about the fact that for believers, uh, religion is not a hobby. It's not a pastime. It's not a social club. It's the foundation of our lives and the very center of our identities, how it helps us to understand the purpose of life, the meaning of death, and our hope for what lies beyond. Uh, Elder Christofferson also pointed out that religious institutions are uh, places of belonging uh, where we gather together. And that whether that's a church, whether that's a religious school or organization, uh, that all of those need to be protected because they are a place of belonging uh, where all can come, uh, where all can be accepted. Uh, I want to shift over now to uh, Senator Joe Lieberman, uh, Jewish uh, former senator, and his faith, which was also 
uh, something that he took with him everywhere he went. It was not uh, something he put in a box and uh, pulled out. Uh, He lived it uh, regularly, daily. And Senator Lieberman said that faith calls us to be respectful and to sit down and to listen to people, especially the people that we disagree with. So people of faith uh, share a fundamental belief that we're not here uh, as uh, by an accident. We're here as a result of the intentional act of creation by God. And each of us, we believe, is uh, created in the image of God. So that says, wow, if you're going to, how could you treat somebody created in the image of God with, in a nasty way, with disrespect, personally attack them without cause? How could you not sit down at a table uh, respectfully and, and listen to that person and try to negotiate some kind of agreement together? And that, too, is part of, I think, what faith calls on us to do in anything we do in life, including, uh, in this case, particularly governmental uh, leadership, which which is sorely lacking, unfortunately. Even though they're mostly members of Congress and the White House are religious, it's sorely lacking uh, in Washington today. Uh, I love that Senator Lieberman points out this idea that if we really do believe that, if we hold that, uh, that uh, all are created by God, how can you disrespect something that was created by God, that we have to sit down and listen to one another? Uh, which actually leads to the third point that Elder D. Todd Christofferson made in this speech that he delivered, again, to uh, those countries in South America. He said, religious liberty promotes pluralism and peace. Uh, he talked about it in the, the context of the history of religious freedom demonstrates that respect begets respect. Governments that protect religious freedom have fewer social conflicts and greater levels of social cohesion. Uh, so other Christofferson really tied into what Senator Lieberman said in terms of that coming together. Uh, Elder Christofferson also said that religious liberty is the basis for a more inclusive, tolerant, and peaceful nation. Elder Christofferson went on in his fourth point to talk about religious liberty facilitating a proper separation of church and state that avoids any justification for secular hostility toward religion. Uh, He went on to talk about how lawmakers should strive not for an aggressive secularism uh, that expels religious belief, but again, creating space uh, for everyone to come together. Uh, And then finally, uh, fifth, he said, religious liberty allows diverse faith communities to continue to provide critical services to society and its most disadvantaged members. And finally, Elder Christofferson said, the religious liberty enables all of us whether religious or not, to freely pursue truth and the meaning of life and to live accordingly. Some great lessons there from three great minds, three great thinkers as it relates to religious freedom. We're going to continue the conversation here on KSL News Radio on Inside Sources. Stay with us. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. 
I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.